For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. No problem, man. I'm, I'm getting a lot of feedback. All right. It'll stop. Hold on one minute. Thank <laughs> you. 
All right, welcome everybody to Open Mic Wrestling Night here live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Calypso426. Uh, thank you for tuning in. And if you're not tuning in to the live window, you are tuning in by way of Spotify, iHeartRadio, or many of the other ways that you can get this broadcast. And it's, it's, it's great to live in the 21st century. Okay, without any further ado, because I have this guest on a really tight window, I want to make sure he gets in, gets his, you know, we get to have our conversation. He can go do what he, whatever he has to do. And that is uh, VIP host of On the Campus, uh, PW Torch specialist, and returning guest to this show. Zach Haydorn. Zach, welcome. Thank you for coming again. And, uh, you know, how the heck have you been? I've been great. Thanks so much for having me again. Uh, we had a we had a blast last time and a good discussion. So I'm uh, I'm grateful to be here and looking forward to talking with you. Yeah, it was definitely great the last time, and I'm quite frankly I'm very excited just to have you back on. You know, and not to blow smoke up your rear end or anything. But let's get to what <laughs> uh, let, let's get some things here in the world of pro wrestling. Um, a lot's going to be coming up soon. You know, we're on this day of September 17. Uh, 2019, and we are on the cusp of NXT's live debut coming up tomorrow. We have AEW coming up on October the 2nd. We have a draft coming up shortly after uh, SmackDown's debut on Fox. You have Impact going on Access TV, which in my opinion is a great home for them as it has been for New Japan and others in the past. And a great channel, by the way, if you're a music fan. And, um, you know, what do you what do you make of this right now? Like this, I, I've said this for such a long time. And I don't know if I mentioned this when you last came on the last time. We're on the boom of, we're on the verge of a boom in pro wrestling. And right now we are about to experience it. It is unbelievable that we're at this point right now. What do you think about this in the world of wrestling from the eyes of everybody, the worker, the fan, everybody? I mean, it's, it's, it's absolutely a fascinating time to be, you know, a fan of the wrestling business, an analyst of the wrestling business, just anywhere we're close to it at this point from a lot of different angles. I mean, from the, just the business side of it, you know, in a couple of weeks, it starts you know, tomorrow night, um, and then a couple of weeks after that, I mean, we really have kind of a game-changing moment in wrestling. Two competing companies going head-to-head -head on, on the same night. We haven't seen anything like that um, in a very, very long time. And I think that in and of itself is significant. Um, on the talent side of things, you know, this, this quote-unquote boom period, as you called it, um, and the period in which all these wrestling companies are they're really – in a way they're not just wrestling companies anymore, but they're, they're content providers. And I think, you know, there's, it's always better for the wrestler and for the talent to have options and to have different places to work where they can, um, where they can make money. And as long as AEW continues to succeed, as long as NXT continues to succeed, uh, we know that the, you know, Raw and SmackDown brands of, of WWE are going to be, just fine with the with the billion dollar television deals that that they've gotten 
And so it's just um, there's there's opportunity out there for for the talent. So it's a it's a fascinating time. I, I look at it and I and I just I think to myself there's there's going to be a lot of a lot of wrestling out there to to consume and and too much depending on how big of a fan you are or what you have going on in your in your life. I mean you're going to have to pick and choose um, what you want to watch. I mean the list that you ran down doesn't even include uh, kind of the regular New Japan shows or Ring of Honor or anything like that or just like other independent uh, companies that you could watch, NXT UK. I mean, there's so much out there that something's going something's gonna to fall off. And I think it, it really kind of behooves the, the, the wrestling companies to, you know, polish their product, make sure it's good, make sure you're featuring stars in the right way and, and building top stars because in the end, it's still pro wrestling, and top stars win out. And I think the company who does the best job in presenting a buttoned-up product that features, you know, premier talent um, that, that come across as big stars, like, you know, that's going to be the winning formula. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and a company that I didn't mention that doesn't have any regular television distribution, they basically run their operation by way of the old ECW, and I'm talking about GCW, which just had their blood sport right. event this past weekend. And I, I didn't get a chance to watch the show, but from clips I've seen and people I know who worked the show, that it was something very special to behold. And that company by itself has such a cult following. It's, it's actually ridiculous. And I, I really bring it back to ECW because, you know, not so much, with the with the gimmicks that they have, like the backyard show, like the blood sport show, uh, many of the other, like the Nick Gage Invitational coming up, I believe it's in Los Angeles, and that's another thing. It's a company based out of New Jersey, and now they're traveling the country and even the world, given their this this uh, Japan tour that they were just on. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar too familiar with GCW, but what do you feel about the comments of uh, that I just made? Of it, it's basically a cult following company. Very reminiscent of ECW, and if, if I were to say so, if this is the quote-unquote new attitude era, GCW is this day and age's ECW. Yeah, it's not, it's not a bad comparison at all. I think, I mean, cult following is, I think you hit it right on the head. I mean, over uh, on StarCast Weekend um, here, I'm from Chicago, and so we had the All Out show and then StarCast um, in my backyard here, and um, there was there was a panel um, a Starcast panel all about um, GCW and, and the, the spring break shows that uh, that they've done, and they had Joey Janela and others kind of providing um, live commentary on some key GCW spring break uh, matches. And like, just you got a sense when you were in that room watching that panel and watching those matches that the that the, fi- the fan base for that company is just extremely, extremely passionate and um, they have an avenue to express that passion and to engage with that passion. And I think um, that makes that company have a niche in the, in the pro wrestling landscape right now. And I think that speaks to a little bit of a bigger point too, that if you've got, if you've got a niche and you've got a passionate following, you know, the technology is there and available to any company out there to, to reach, you know, a, a decent amount of people with, with their product. I mean, that's part of what's making, um, the, this wrestling boom period um, so fascinating right now is just that you know you can stream anything 
at any time from anywhere. And I think that makes um, for a very special environment where different companies like GCW can, can just pop up and succeed. Is it ever going to be something that takes down you know, the WWE and has stadium shows in, in front of 80,000 people? No, prob- probably not. It's going to be in that niche area. But now with, um, with technology the way that it is, those niche um, businesses and those niche companies have a space and have a place um, in, the, in the wrestling landscape, and, and GCW is a perfect example for that. Yeah, and it's funny because I, I take a look at a guy like uh, Alex Zane. He uh, is now mm-hmm. booked all over the place. I believe he got an invitation, like an actual formal invitation, to come out to OWE by way of Shima after his uh, backyard show match with uh, Tony Deppin, another guy who is uh, getting such momentum on the independent circuit. And, you know, kind of a thing here, kind of a theme between both uh, guys. You know, if you follow certain people on social media, like I do with uh, Deppin, he quit his full-time job. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he said, he said, I'm not trying to completely quote him here, but basically saying the, the full-time job that he was at was causing him a lot of stress, you know, anxiety. Uh, but I, deep down, have a belief that maybe part of it is, you know what, I'm the pro wrestling's looking pretty good right now. I could really make a living off of this. And I've been seeing more and more talents uh, out there that are quitting their jobs because wrestling is being able to provide for them. There's a, there's a talent out there. I can't remember their name, and I don't want to misquote it. Uh, she had tweeted that uh, she was able to pay her rent with wrestling, and yet she still has her yeah. job. Like, she used her wrestling money to pay for her rent. Like, I remember traveling the road with old elder statesmen of the time uh, 10 years ago where they said back in the 90s and early 2000s they were able to make a living working three shows, you know, sell their merch and everything else like that. And wrestling was their life, and that's how they made their living. And now we're at that point where I'm seeing it again, you know, either firsthand or secondhand. Uh it's, it's really amazing, and the technology now makes it so much easier, no? Because, you know, yeah. you can sell your merch online and make your uh, income that way. And it, that's got to be something, and I can speak to it from a different perspective, being out there as a wrestling referee. But, you know, from your perspective, I mean, how, how big of a deal is that for the talent? Like, if they're not signed to a major contract, they could still make a living on pro wrestling. And even if they don't get that, quote, big contract, is it really that big of a deal? I mean, it's all a matter of perspective as far as, as, far as that goes, whether, you know, the quote unquote, going after the quote unquote uh, big deal. I mean, in the end, I think the more, like I kind of said at the top of the show, you know, the more places that there are to work, the more opportunities that every wrestler out there um, is going to have. And that's, that's a good thing. And I think, um, as as business men and women, which is what pro wrestlers, you know, really are at, at the root, you know, it, it, it'd be smart of them to, to take note of, you know, the, the financial situations of the various companies that they're working for. Um, I think, you know, you know, there's always talk about, you know, wrestlers unionizing and whatnot, and, and, and that's unlikely. But the fact of the matter is there's a lot of money being being poured into the wrestling business right now, billion dollar television deals in, in WWE, you know, 
who knows what will happen with AEW on that front, but they're going to have national exposure. You know, the, the fact is uh, these the wrestlers need to be smartened up on the, on the business side so they, they know their worth um, on the open market when they're, you know, negotiating with from one contract to the next, one company to the next, and so on and so forth. Um, as far as the technology angle on that goes, I mean, yeah, the the right now it's 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 ripe for them. You can anybody can open up, as you mentioned, a, a, you know, pro wrestling tees. You can just put your shirts on there, and you're and you're you're good to go. And even if you didn't want to do that, there's just a handful of different avenues available to wrestlers out there to make their own money, whether it's merch or, you know, DVDs or autograph signings, what have you. Um, and then that leads me into my next point. You know, you look around, and it was kind of fun to, to watch this at, at, at StarCast, but there's an audience out there that, that wants to engage with their favorite wrestlers. They want the pictures. They want the autographs. And more and more these days, that's becoming more, of a revenue stream for, for, for independent pro wrestlers to, you know, all right, I'll meet fans for a couple hours and sign autographs and take pictures and, and they get, they get paid for it. So that, that's kind of a, a thing too, that, that you see on display at StarCats on a very, very big stage, but that type of revenue stream is open to, to professional wrestlers um, now as well. So, you know, again, it all comes down to opportunity and the more opportunity that's out there for wrestlers, the better it is. Um, for them on on, uh, on the business side and for their uh, for their wallets, so I think it comes down to you know striking while the iron is hot, understanding the business landscape that you're involved with, and then you know using that and parlaying that um, into the best deal that you can possibly get. Yeah, absolutely. And we're talking with Zach Goodborn of uh, PW Torch. You can catch his show on the Canvas. It is a VIP show. Uh, you can catch that on uh, their website. Hey, um, let's go back to NXT here for a second. Um, you know, everybody on Twitter and, you know, wherever anybody will listen to these people, they're doing the comparisons of AEW versus NXT, considering they're both going head-to-head on um, on Wednesday nights. Now, we can put to bed that NXT is a developmental brand. Now that USA sunk so much money into NXT as a brand to have them on their network, uh, um, and a lot of talents are coming from the quote main rosters to NXT now to basically rejuvenate their careers or whatever the case may be. Um, what's the bigger competition here, NXT versus AEW or NXT versus Raw and SmackDown? Well, yeah, that's uh, certainly an interesting question and something that I I want to be watching you know out of the gate. I you know I don't have insight into WWE's financials as to how much you know an NXT talent gets paid compared to a you know a talent that's on the road with with Monday Night Raw um, and Smackdown but I think that's from the NXT versus Raw and Smackdown side of the 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 coin you're talking about competition there as to okay what brand do you want to be on I think it starts and ends you know with that you know if you're Adam Cole and you're on the NXT brand but you know the maximum amount of money you can make is X because it's NXT well you're, that that talent is always going to then want to, at some point, I'd assume, if if you know the business side of the business is, is where their focus is, is going to want to make that jump to, to Raw or SmackDown so they, they can make um, the most money as possible. The thing that NXT has going for it um, in comparison to Raw and SmackDown is that, that cool factor, you know, the factor of, hey, this is the cool product, this is the hit product, this is hot right now, um, and... Uh, 
I think that's that's special for NXT. And I think, um, you know, obviously if you're a talent, that's something that you want to be uh, a part of. But uh, if, if it's me, you know, you wouldn't sacrifice, you know, some financial gains <laughs> in order in order to be a part of that. So that's one side of the coin. The other side is just, you know, the straight-up AEW versus versus NXT battle, and that'll be a fun one to watch and, I, and on a couple different fronts. One, obviously you're going to want to see who wins that head-to-head battle, AEW versus NXT live um, every, every Wednesday night. That's going to be the big kind of storyline, especially out of the gate here in October, just to see who gets the leg up um, right away. And then I think as that develops – and especially as we look at how AEW trends as far as ratings go, then I think you could start, you know, making the comparison AEW to, you know, Raw or SmackDown. Because right now I, I get the sense that WWE, you know, they're watching AEW, they're paying attention clearly, um, they want to combat the, their momentum, and, you know, they've, they've trotted out NXT as a means to do so. Um, but, I, you know, I can, I can see Vince McMahon and, and higher WWE brass kind of saying behind the scenes, well, hey, look, all right, look, AEW, it is what it is. We're, we're taking them on with our, with our third brand, you know. So, hey, no, you know, no big deal if we, if, we, if we brought out the big guns from Raw and SmackDown, they, they, you know, they wouldn't be a thing, right? So I think um, they're, they're going to try to caveat all the potential outcomes here with, uh, with different storylines that, that benefit their, their narrative. But ultimately – it comes down to good shows. Who puts on the good shows, the best shows possible, every single um, Wednesday night and for WWE main roster every single Monday and Friday? I think at the root of everything, that's, that's still the key. You know, if you're AEW and you're, you're not putting on uh, the better show, fans will watch NXT. I think they are a hot enough product and the, the audiences cross over enough where um, – you know, they're going to lose that battle. I think it's going to make sure that battle in particular is going to make sure that you have the best shows um, each um, and every single week. Yeah. And, uh, you know, going for one second, uh, you know, it's a brand new company. You do have people who have experience producing and, you know, wrestling on television, whether it be Moxley and Jericho and the like. And there's going to be a bunch of people looking to jump down their throats because of like, oh, see, they can't do live TV. You know, this was a mistake and blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, to me, I'm just happy to have more wrestling on my TV, meaning like on a national platform like a TNT. I'm just happy to have other, you know, other wrestling companies with that kind of money uh, out there again. And for bigger stars, have another option yeah. if they so choose. What what kind of learning curve do you think AEW is going to be experiencing for themselves? And um, for TNT side, I, I'm sure you don't know, and I don't know, I don't know certainly. Uh, what kind of leash does TNT have for AEW uh, going forward? You know, is it going to be a short leash? Is it like an exclusive? You know, where, where does that where does that line get drawn? Uh, with TNT. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say that they have a short leash. I, I, I'm, and this is just uh, me freestyling out. I, I think that you look at even some of the the marketing that they put behind um, AEW at this point. They ran the kind of the all out pre show the night before all out. Like they seem pretty, you know, invested in in helping make this a success. In the end, you know, right now, 
the, the you know the rumors have it that they're not they're not paying um, for the AEW product. They're paying for production costs and 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 those, the likes of those types of costs to to get the product and get the show up and running. But outside of that, they're not paying you know hundreds of millions of dollars for uh, for the show or for the brand um, as of right now. So because of that, you know I think TNT has to look at this and go, all right, well look like kind of playing with the house's money on this thing at least for right now and if it succeeds great and um if it's slow out of the gate that's fine too you know these things take time time to build so to me it sounds like tnt is in this for at least the semi-long haul um obviously if they just completely tank in the ratings and 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 go nowhere and, and and do nothing that that'll be a different story but i think as long as they're players and as long as they're active and as long as people keep coming back to watch and the audience grows you know throughout the months that i think more they're looking at than just a big huge rating number um right out of the gate that's 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 the sense that i get and then to, to speak to your point about you know expectations um here's the thing you know tnt is a is a major you know it's a major television channel a major television company and if I'm AEW, you know, one of the things that I would be focusing on outside of writing a good show and, and obviously contracting the, the best talent possible is to make that show look professional. I think one of the things that could really throw them out of whack right away is a significant production error going off the air, you know, when a match hasn't concluded or something like that. Like something drastic like that that makes them look minor league I think is going to hurt them. Hey, missed camera shot here, missed camera shot there, you know, entrance music playing a little bit late, what have you. Hey, that's that's all part of it. That happens to WWE in this day and age. But they need to have that buttoned-up presentation of, hey, we are on a major television network because we are a major uh, pro wrestling company. And they need that's, – that's what they're trying to tell um, their audience – um, on October 2nd, and they need to present themselves that way when the time comes. So I would hold myself, if I'm AEW, to a very high standard to get, make sure the production elements are right. I think, um, you know, some of the, like, the, the devil's in the details, right? Like, I think people are going to be looking for that kind of thing, and AEW wants to be and should be buttoned up there because that type of stuff is all, um, is all in their control. They're not, um, they're not popping up on TNT with a day's notice, right? They got plenty of time to get that stuff right. And I think big, successful national companies with um, sites on significant um, television time and, and and becoming, you know, a big player in the space um, need to hold themselves to a higher standard. It sounds like they will, um, but I think, you know, as fans, we should hold them to those standards as well. Yeah, and it's amazing because the concept, the money that they do, and the resource that they do, obviously with the TNT deal. I mean, it's really, it's, it's seriously very incredible. And for a lot of people, you know, that that have the contract there. I mean, you know, you watch a bunch of them on the independents. I mean, you look at Private Party, and you look at Janela, you look at, you know, obviously Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt and and Best Friends, and you know, it, it's it's a bunch of feel good stories. But then you have two superstars in the making in Adam Page and uh, MJF, which I could see them being AEW's equivalent to Austin Rock. I'm not saying that it's going to be, but I feel that yeah. that, that tension is in the air. Like, not because that they're good characters, but you could feel the competitive nature come from them. And uh, they want to be the best. They want to 
be the draws for the company. They want that responsibility on their shoulders. Like you could feel it, uh, which I think is great. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it, I totally it, agree with that. Actually, I, I think that's a really it's a good point. You you get the sense when you watch those guys together that they've got they've got like a a really nice chemistry between each other, and I think their gimmicks kind of you know they're they're, they're not they're, they're polar opposites in a lot of ways, but they're both kind of alpha in nature too. And I think that's the recipe for success, especially when you've got two guys who have that sort of chemistry. And look, I mean, that's the fun part of all this too. Is like, look at all the names that you just rattle off. Jungle Boy, Marco Stunt, Luchasaurus, Adam Page, MJF. Like, it's so interesting because we talk about those guys like they're, you know, yesterday's news, right? We know their names. We know what they can do. But there's, there's a significant portion of people who watch wrestling out there or at least casually watch WWE, or hey, like they're seeing commercials for AEW on TNT. Yeah, and no, going, oh man, they maybe, are. maybe I'll check that out. And they have no idea who they are. Yeah, and yeah. they're gonna find out for the very first time. It's gonna be, and, and it's gonna be interesting to get their takes as to, all right, we see MJF as this big, you know, pain in the butt heel. All right, but what's the, you know, what is that? What does that casual wrestling fan think? I think it's a, it's, we don't talk about that point enough. Um, and I think it's going to be really interesting to watch. Yeah, no, definitely had plenty of time for that starting on October 2nd. All right, Zach, I could talk to you forever, and we've established this the last time too, and I'm establishing it again now. <laughs> but I will, I will let you go and do what you need to do. Uh, but before you go, if you want to plug in anything, you know, please feel free and go for it. Uh, right now is your time to shine, if you will. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I could talk to you for, for hours on end, too, and uh, hopefully we can do this again soon. Um, for everybody listening out there, I would you know, love a follow on Twitter at, uh, at ZHeyDornTorch. It's at Z-H-E-Y-D-O-R-N Torch. Um, you know, 99% uh, wrestling-related uh, <laughs> tweets, but always love, love engaging with, with folks uh, during wrestling shows. Um, so give me a follow over there. It's at ZHeyDornTorch. And then Check out the work at uh, pwtorch.com. Not just mine, but the entire pwtorch.com team. Um, I do the uh, alternative perspective Monday Night Raw reports every every single Monday night. Um, they're right there on pwtorch.com next to uh, next to Wade Keller's. Just uh, I'm breaking down the show um, and giving analysis live in real time um, as Raw is going on in the air. And then, as we talked about a little bit earlier, um, for VIP members. Um, my uh, weekly VIP audio show is called On the Canvas, um, and it drops on, on, on Fridays or Saturdays every single week. And On the Canvas is a, is a current event-based show that hones in on the artistry of, of wrestling. So we don't talk too much about the business side. We don't talk too much about booking or who should win what match and, and what have you, but we pick a weekly current event and we dive into it and analyze the art behind it. So we'll break down matches uh, frame by frame to talk about psychology, pace, the story they're telling in the ring, movesets, um, promo breakdowns where we talk, you know, cadence and, and content and, and how did, you know, how, how is Sasha Banks' heel turn and heel character different than her, her babyface character? So we really delve into the artistry of wrestling, but we do so um, with a current event-based um, topic. So the show's called On the Canvas. Um, it's for PW Torch VIP members. It drops every single week. If you're not a PW Torch VIP member, um, head there right now and, and become one. I think you'll you'll get your money's worth and more. Um, you can go to pwtorchvipinfo.com um, for all the information you need 
um, to become a VIP member. And again, I think um, I think you'll find it a uh, well worth um, your hard-earned money. And I got to say, I, I once saw to the point where she's making kids cry in the front row on the main roster as a heel now, very much like what she did to Izzy over at that one takeover. Yeah. That blew in my mind is yeah. one of the great things I've ever seen. Oh, my God. Poor Izzy. But anyway. That was great. So good. All right. Thank you so much for the time. Again, I hope we can do this again real soon. And, uh, you know, uh, have a good rest of your weekend. Enjoy all the wrestling, and we'll talk soon. Absolutely, man. Appreciate you having me on, as always. All right. Thank, thanks a lot. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen, Zach Adorn of uh, PW Torch once again. And uh, it's, it's always a good time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.